Welcome to the Grown Folks Table. We both know that we're grown. Real experiences, real conversations. Like a real woman would. Welcome to the Grown Folks Table. My sisters, are you ready to have some Grown Folks conversation tonight? Come on. Come on. Yes. Well, hello, everyone that is joining us for the very first time. My name is Elisha Cash, and I am the founder of the National Women's Empowerment Ministry and the author of the Little Red Networking Book. Hi, I'm Joyce Littell. I am brand manager of WAOK Radio and host of The Quiet Storm on B103. Both stations are in the Atlanta area. Good evening, and I am Deloitte Grizzle, the immediate past chapter president of the 100 Black Women Decatur Decat. And I am Vicki B. Turner, and I am the elected board member for Decat County School District. My husband and I have a monthly initiative in Decat County called Decat Cultural Exchange. Join us in the virtual space. And my name is Becky A. Davis. I am also known as the Chief Vosphenora. I am the owner of um, MVP Work, a coaching and consulting practice for women entrepreneurs. And I'm the founder of the Vosphenora Circle, a platform that a membership platform to help Black women entrepreneurs um, create digital dollars. Well, thank you so much for joining us at the table. We have so much to talk about and unpack. So pull up a seat and um, drop some comments in the chat for us tonight and let us know how you want to be a part of the conversation. Well, we made history last night, ladies. Yes, we did. It was a historical moment that I believe um, that uh, the fly is trying to steal the thunder, <laughs> but we... But we as women made history last night because the first black woman VP elect um, candidate debate was last night on stage in front of millions of Americans. And so I think um, tonight we have to play or we have to um, tribute our woman of the hour last night, Kamala Harris, who stood on the stage before many women representing women and women of color doing such a wonderful job. So tell me, what did you think about Kamala's debate last night, her position on debate last night? How do you think she did? Well, I'll chime in. I thought that she did an excellent job. I think she was very poised. I think she was very prepared. And her overall demeanor was quite professional. I think I think she came on a mission, and that is to let uh, the vice president know that she was not a child, and that she was going to be treated with respect as a, a as a, a colleague in the Senate, and and she accomplished it. I could not have been more proud of her poise and what I would call self control. And sometimes she would try to go, kind of subtle little, you know, gold in her, but she would just give them what is now known as the famous looks, right? (laughs) The looks have now uh, invaded the the, uh, virtual space, and and, and, uh, and, and I've chosen which one was my favorite look. It's like, I can't believe you said that. (laughs) 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 I'm proud of her as a woman, as a, as a black woman, I was proud to see 
um, that major accomplishment on that stage. She read it. Yeah, I was I was proud go too. Go ahead, go ahead, Dolores. Are you sure? Oh, I was just gonna say I want to just ditto again on the history making last night because yes. again, it was the first black woman on a major woo, party woo, woo, ticket, woo. and we're just so excited about that to participate in this vice president debate. I just wanted to get that out, yeah. but I, I I I saw it as a more civilized conversation last night. Kind of started out. But I, what I really love, the extra precaution with the plexiglass. I, <laughs> I really love that. And, uh, but I do think that she was focused, uh, pours, as Vicky was saying. I think she spoke with a lot of honesty. Uh, I really loved how she really shut Pence down when she had to. Yeah. I love that. And, and the star of the show was the fly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I never saw the fly. I don't know why. <laughs> saw the fly until I started looking at social media. I'm like, what, what, what did the fly happen? He was there, he was there a long time. A long, a long time. time. And I'm like, where, where was I looking? And when the fly flew in. What was funny is my husband was like, hey, it's a fly uh, buzzing around this. Oh, the fly's in his head. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. White hair, so you can't <laughs> see that black fly sitting out. Well, you know, I thought she did. Um, I thought she did what probably she came there um, to do. I've heard. I've listened to a lot of the commentators talk about um, uh, and give their their um, advice on it. One of the things that I, I don't think the commentators outside of, um, I think I heard Van. Um, from uh, CNN mentioned something about it because you you can't get, you don't know why she did what she did because a lot of people are like you know she should have pushed back more or she should have the stereotype of a black woman that will stand her ground she had to navigate that terrain she had to know when to push and when to just okay I'm I'm going to let it go and that is something that um, as a woman of color and I was I was sharing with my husband I said she navigated that well because this isn't the yeah. first time she has been in a room as as the only black as she's yeah. elevated through her career and she's had right. the navigate conversations and terrain so she knew what she was doing when she um, there she knew when she wanted to shut him down and a lot of people are like well you know she should have stopped him more y'all would have thought something different if she would yeah. that, y'all yeah. would saying yeah. the angry. Uh, she was very so. It's a, it's really hard for a woman to um, because they did the, a, a different thing with Hillary when Hillary was on the table. It's still they were still disrespectful and over talking. Um, Hillary, yeah. that, that stuff just I I don't know. I know that she managed that. Very well to me as a black woman, and that's and that's what made me proud of the moment too. Outside of being a historical moment and my sorrow, you know, I was it was a very proud moment for me. And I think you know we are we could be very critical had she you know sort of kind of stepped on a lot of things. And I think like Becky said, she controlled that uh, very professionally to me because you know we can go there if we need to. And I think her facial expression helped her not to have to go there like look here you yeah. come again <laughs> you know and that was and that was and that was enough you know for me but to me but to maintain her cool like she did and still have a platform of, of professionalism and and being able to express that 
on many of occasions, then it was a proud moment. And we do have, you know, so much that lay on our shoulders as it comes to being a black woman and how we express ourselves in whatever moment that we are in. Cause we can go left, right, whatever way we need to go. But, you know, but in, in this case, you know, I was, I was pleased and happy that, you know, she handled it very well to me. And, and that brings me to my next question, too, because I was going to um, lean in on the uh, stereotypes of, of women, especially uh, uh, black women. And, and someone had already stated, like, you know, she had to be so careful not to come across as this angry black woman because they already put us in that box, you know, many times. And so I would like to say that I was very um, impressed by how she presented herself. You can tell um, her professionalism. She brought some of her, her courtroom uh, professionalism in the debate, the way she was able to keep herself poised and uh, direct questions. And um, my favorite response of hers was, um, I will not be lectured by the, <laughs> by the president <laughs> on this topic. On this topic, on this, <laughs> like and you don't know so, nothing about this. Let me make it clear that you don't know anything about this particular topic. I will not be lectured, you know. So I, I just was like, wow, you know, she is just doing such a great job. And then, of course, um, she was having to, um, you know, say quite a few times I'm speaking when 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 interrupted. And so we're gonna talk more about that about. About women being interrupted, but uh, I, do you all believe we were finally able to accomplish a robust conversation or a robust debate surrounding some of the issues that we've been waiting to talk about? I don't know that we. we I, I don't know that we accomplished everything. If you notice, in particular, when Pence was asked questions. He, 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 he skated around. He did not answer. He would go back to it's like he had been scripted to what to play to. And so he stayed in that area, even when they asked a question that was totally different. So I, I felt that he was very evasive, but I found that that happens a lot in debates. But he was yes. very evasive. He stayed in the place that he had been scripted to stay in. So I think that's right. The president was pleased. He was pleased with what Pence did. I don't think he accomplished as much because um, he did have to correct them. He did have to wait on them to be quiet. And and this is my opportunity to throw a punch at the commentator. I was not pleased with, with the commentator. I was not. Now I know she was a Chris, a Chris Wallace, but I, I thought I thought she could have. She was not strong enough. She was not forceful enough. He did not stop and shut him down when he kept interrupting and over-talking. And you want to know one of the reasons why? Because Susan Page feels that this was not a news conference. This was not an interview. So she was not very aggressive. Now, if she was in those type of settings, she would have been more aggressive. But we wanted to see that. Yeah. So I, I really think she did us a disservice by not doing that at this debate. Somebody put down here that the fly won the debate. <laughs> I, think the, I think the fly was trying to steal the thunder. You know, I really do. I, I really think if it was, um, 
Well, maybe I'm just too serious. You know, you guys tell me. You know, I, I really thought that if it was two men on the stage and uh, and the man performed at the level that Kamala performed, then we will be talking about who was the winner and how excellent that person came in. But I just think the fly came in and kind of spilled the thunder of the whole of the whole debate, you know, that just me being serious because, you know, sometimes I'm just like that. But, you know, if it's, you know, Kamala did an excellent job. We should be talking about how she came over there and nailed it. Why is the the fly getting so much doggone attention? Well, I mean, the fly was an exciting thing for the debate. Um, I think they have a fly, not two flies, not three flies, but just one little fly. Uh, that somebody, I still say Ruth, uh, she, this is all dealing with notorious RBG. She did it. I know she was somewhere in heaven working on some stuff and the fly got in through the cracks and walls with however window and just landed. I think that was the funniest thing that could have ever happened. And the memes was saying flies like, you know, sugar honey iced tea. <laughs> um, they love to sit around some sugar honey iced tea. So it, that, it was, it, it, and the thing about it, the fly landed during the time that he was talking about uh, the racial stuff when, when, when he was kind of skirting past that. So the, the fly was like, you lying. Do you know what this this some bull sugar is some bull sugar. So, you know, hey, I, I thought it was I thought it was the the best thing of the whole night. That that and her saying, um, um, Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. Those two things was the best for me the whole night. I, now, my thing was I do think that there were some things I wanted more from her. I think she did a great job. I, I don't I don't diss that at all. I think she was uh, very good. Once she kind of settled in more on the offense. I think coming in, she was kind of on the defense, which is common because your 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 nerves are going, your anxiety is going, and 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 you're you're just getting into this kind of thing. It's almost like when people are preaching, I can use that as a preacher. Uh when you first start, the, those are those nerves that are there and you try to do certain things to get past the nerves. And I think she started out with a defense, but once she got into the offense, she began talking about the things we've done. She began to nail him on the things that uh, he didn't do. The only thing I wanted to see her do, although she pushed on the Trump, which was good, she needed to kind of say, you were over the task force. Right. Mm -hmm. She never said yeah. that. And that was yeah. a very important thing to do mm -hmm. to get mm -hmm. him on that because he was responsible for that. He yeah. that was under his leadership. He yeah. was the one that, and it still is. So mm -hmm. all apart. You know, from March on to now, it's it's in his wheelhouse, and I think that would have been an excellent point for her to make was to just hone down on those things on him. And I don't think that that's a point. I think that was this. And like I said, sometimes that happened when you're on that defense and you're a trap there. But once she got on the offense, I think she was so strong. I was just so proud of her, and I was happy to see uh, a black woman on stage doing what she was doing. But there was some you know, points that I thought that uh, she missed and I thought that she should have brought out just to hang him a little bit more. I, I felt that that would have been... And a perfect segue for that, um, Libya, would have been when he made the comment about um, her and Biden uh, taking the making the coronavirus, the COVID-19 vaccination political. So that mm -hmm. would have been the prime opportunity to take that approach, to talk about it has been nothing but political the entire time 
being that he's overseeing that um, particular task force. Absolutely. But you know what the problem with that is, is because when the Obama administration left office, they had a playbook in place. And had they worked the playbook, read yeah. the guidelines of how, because they knew about all these infectious diseases and how to handle that. But what he was trying to do, as always, everything Obama put in place, every program, every policy, he was trying to dismantle. He's in court right now, what, for the Affordable Care Act. So he has done this. They didn't want to look at it. Had they done this, we would not be 210,000 people dead. It makes no sense. You know what I love? One line that I love that she said, I was like, there it is. You got it out. She said, Trump is intentionally trying to undo everything that Barack Obama ever put in place for his own reasons. I was like, we, yes, because we all know that's what he's doing. It's not for all of this other stuff or it's crazy. Mm -hmm. You just want to undo what this black man did. You just want to undo that from mm -hmm. it. But the fact that she said that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that was you know what, what I was thinking is, Liv, I feel like this in, in going into debates and, and he, he made a choice and, and there's an intent and I think there's intentionality behind that. How are you going to go in this debate? How are you going to conduct yourself? I do believe that I think it was, I think she had went through whatever prepping she needed to do. I think she was trying to overcome the stigma of the angry black woman. Uh, the emotional black woman, and I think she was, they were still trying to overcome the debate that happened, you know, recently with our president, right? And Joe. So I feel she made some intentional choices. While she could have been a little bit uh, uh, more of a dude here or there, I think she walked away the victim. And that is the ultimate goal. Did we walk away with more voters that may have come over on our side? I think she made women look good, and I think she garnered more support from women as a result of it. And regardless of, of your ethnicity, I, I think it was a win-win. I think it was a win-win. Now, if she had it to do again, she may come out a different way with a different choice. But she's a winner. She's a winner in my in, in my book. Oh yeah, I, I think I, I think she's a winner for a lot of people. This is what I think. I think honestly. They both did what they need to do. Pence did what he needed to do for his, for his future in politics. Um, he he is going to do, after this, we, we will see him again. So I think he did what he needed to do for that reason. Um, what he did not do, he did not win over the women voters. Uh, Kamala Harris, Senator Harris, she definitely did that. She made that point, and I think she did. But I think there were also those women voters who who were on, on the fence, who I, who I talk about all the time. Uh, there are still those who did work convinced. Uh, uh, they 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 needed her to um, nail some things, and I think that was a myth. So it's it's a win for for those of us who 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 understand probably how these things go. That you only have a limited time to do so many different things. But I think I do think she could have hit that point because that that point to me, I don't care what prep you did, that was a valid point. If if, if I'm in charge of getting buggies outside of the Publix, and there are no bu bu uh, buggies outside of Publix, they're going to come to me and say, you didn't get the buggies outside of Publix. So I think it's very important that she should have done that. Um, and I do think in hindsight, honestly, I do believe that she was probably going to do that. I think probably what happened is um, 
she saw how he was over talking her and and the defense happened and and, and sometimes you do forget because if you notice she did look down at her notes to keep try to keep herself back on point because I would be the same way. If someone is, is constantly just running over me, um, I, I would probably in my own personal space and self, it's going to rise up and I got to say, oh, I remember I've been here, you know, on the debate. Yeah. And, I think, yeah. and I think the time ran out because she started laying out the COVID thing so perfectly. She did. She said, mm-hmm. uh, talked about, they knew about this in, mm-hmm. in January. They were notified about you know how this is this could spread it could be airborne how dangerous it was and she laid that thing out and so i believe that she was going to probably hit that and it just didn't happen and moving on to another question we just couldn't get that moment back and so that's why you know sometimes you have to plan even for cuz the thing about pence is he is known to debate well yeah he's known to be slick he's known to be smooth He's known to have that soft tone, yeah. and he kno- he's known to lie. I mean, to where he's so soft-toned, he's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he just he just real smooth like that. And so he, and if you look at him last night, he hardly changed his demeanor. Yeah, he did. There were no memes about his face expressions because he had hardly none. Yeah. And, that, and he knows how to do that as a former news commentator. He knows how to have a stone face. He knows how to not give one way or the other how he's feeling. And I think he did that part. And that's why we I knew he was going to come out the way that he did. But he knew that they were so far down in the polls and that he knew that there was not much he could do after the president left the hospital. He left the hospital. That was a wrap. Uh, I can do, and he probably glad to fly landed. Look, y'all got something to talk about because I didn't have much to give, you know. And so I think he was happy about this. So Kamala, I think she did what she needed to do. Um, but the truth of the matter is, the polls hadn't changed. Mm-hmm. Nothing has changed with that. So nobody really pushed the gamut anywhere. Um, they did a survey of, of undecided voters on both sides of the fence. Nobody moved. Uh, so I don't, so that part, nothing really happened. But did she do an awesome job in, on that stage? And to the best of her ability, I would say yes. What do you think, Libby, about if she uh, helped move the opinions of, of the Black uh, voter, Black male voter? Do you think that she helped move the opinions of, of them wanting to support her more? <clears throat> you know what? I think those who were, who were on board with Biden, Harris, ride or die, no matter what, get out of the office, I think they're still the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never liked her before, and they wanted Bernie, or they wanted, uh, you know, somebody else, whether it was Elizabeth Warren, or whether it was Booker, or whomever it was. I don't know if they have changed. But I do think that some may have come along. Um, I think, one thing I think that was, that they probably wanted to see her do, was at the very end, when they, you had to address the little girl mm-hmm. and Pence did it better. Mm-hmm. He just did, he did it better. And and that was a big moment for her. Mm-hmm. She went on the Biden uh, kind of card and talked about things about, and I think because Biden wasn't able to get a lot of things out on the debate, I think the strategy was for her to get a lot of things out so that they can be out there. And I knew exactly what she was doing with that. 
But I think that was a may have been a missed moment for them to hear her make that speech to say, you know what, we do disagree, but we do come come together for you know for the common good of the country. And as you, a little girl, have big hopes and dreams, like I had big hopes and dreams. Who would have imagined that I would get to this stage? And it was because people uh, who some who were on the other side of the fence also believed in me, supported me, supported my campaign. Like she talked about uh, McCain's wife, and though I think. That was a great moment, but he navigated that thing together at the end. Um, and I wanted her to do that more. And I think also the men are, there's a lot of men talking about, if you were reading the comments of, of CNN and everywhere else, uh, they're, uh, PBS even, they're talking about that stack in the court. Um, yes. That didn't matter that Pence didn't answer anything. The fact that she never did answer that, and Biden mm -hmm. has an that they did, they weren't comfortable with that and and some of them took offense to that as well yeah you know but i think what she said when they say didn't answer it they want a yes or no but i do like how she did answer it and basically saying like what you guys did and put 50 people in and then you talking about that like i don't have to answer that you what you just what did you just do man and not one of them are african-american so and she's exactly and it's like so that's what you mean stacking but you still want me to say yes or no you you just did that and i think her making that point to i i got i got it because I, I probably would have done the same thing i know they want to hear yes or no but me making that point is like enough said i, I don't need to say no no mm -hmm. i mean I, I thought that was really good too i did yeah. I thought, but i think what it is the reason the question is being asked of her embodying is because the progressive uh mm -hmm. democrat the progressive Democrats, that's one of the things that they, they are wanting to see. That's one of the things that the progressive candidates have promised. And so that's one of the things that the progressive Democrats uh, will see. Some of them are millennials uh, and, and most of them are the black males. And so that's what that's the reason why that question keeps coming up. And that's the reason why Pence is using that, because he knows uh, who the audience is that wants that answer. I think they're going to have to find a way. To answer that, I think she did a good job with saying you want to talk about it. But I probably would have said, you know, look at look at the court now. Look what's happening now. Um, do we want to have people on the court that's going to to care about the American people and and that going to be fair, like a roof bait against? See, I would have done that. You know what I'm saying? Kind of instead of it being a yes and no, I would have said we yeah. all want somebody on the court, right, right, that's right, right, by the American people. So you call it stacking the court. I would disagree with that language. I would say that we're looking for persons to be on that court who's going to be fair and who's going to care about the totality of America and not just uh, not about a select group of Americans. And I think if she would have done that, then it, it would have been a little exactly. bit better to kind of help that progressive group kind of get mm, okay. Um, and and I think they keep nailing that because they know that they're stumped to answer it. And I think the reason they're stumped to answer because they really haven't figured out how to uh, answer it. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so I, I think it may be even premature for them to um, reveal their hand yet, especially on, you know, uh, something that's not, is, is, is such in a preliminary stage. If, you know, which I guess the, the whole plan is like that. If we get in office, these are some of the things that we're going to implement, you know, but that are hypothetical. So it's like, okay, you want a full out plan on a hypothetical uh, move? 
should we reveal our hands so then they can come and counter and, and, and come up with a plan? So it's almost as if dodging the question may be the best strategy so you're not lying, you know? <laughs> we, well, it depends on the question, because this is politics. This yes. is about but you can lie in politics today. I didn't think about that. <laughs> you can lie it all night. You can you lie all night and have yeah. a tape right next saying the exact opposite, and you can still lie. Yeah, are you so right? I forgot about that. I forgot about <laughs> that. Yeah, he lied all night. Exactly. Okay. But one thing I would say, Pastor, is that she didn't, I felt she didn't really have to answer that question because they're not in office, number one. And um, when you think about, uh, what, what the pushback could possibly be. And I agree with you when you were saying they may have a plan. They may be talking about or maybe having to discuss that question. So I think she did the best thing, not trying to address it and then go the wrong way with it. And then that may could have hurt her. But I think she just did well with just evading the question. But if Pence didn't answer any questions, why are we so hard on her not answering just one? I don't one? know. I don't know. That's, that's, the, that's the way they did. They came out the gate talking about, um, you know, president's um, non-response um, to, um, you know, not wanting to to uh oh my gosh i lost my train of when it come when it came to the white supremacy he wanted everyone wanted him to deny the white supremacists and he he refused to do that you know and then he came back and piggybacked i mean then he dialed back on his response so like when her, him address that he couldn't address that. But Kamala did a great job. She talked about Breonna Taylor. She talked about mm -hmm. um, social justice. She did not hide behind that. She talked about George Floyd. She talked about um, being out in the streets and being a part of the entire movement. I mean, I, I just really liked how she put herself in there with the American people, identified with the millennials because those young people were the ones that were in the streets doing a lot of the um, protesting and so she really let them know that, you know, I was out there with you. I had yeah. your back, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She did. And I, like I said, I, I think she I really do think that she did a great job uh, in terms of being able to be, you know, she was very professional. She was on her game. She was prepared. Um, she was able to monitor herself when she was, you know, getting uh, the rise on the inside. So. Mm -hmm. I, I think that she really did uh, set a bar and set a bar for the whole Biden campaign because showing the alter yes. alternative kind of uh, disposition of both of them is very good to see them, you know, how they pair. So I think it was done well. And I think she is helping Biden to remain, uh, you know, not let, let Uncle Joe show up too much. So I think she did what she needs to do. I, I, I One thing I do commend her on is that she attacked him uh, on a lot of the, the, the uh, issues and things that needed to happen. And I think that's important. I think, um, but you know, he, here's the thing, she's gonna be criticized. I do think that we are, uh, there have been some harsh things said to her because she is a black woman. I do think that, uh, or woman in general, I think when women get in a form of leadership, these things happen. And I think that's the thing that's kind of disturbing is when we have that um we and have it's even harder 
for an African-American woman since Michelle Obama, since they have left the White House to hear her share some of the stories of, of how hurtful it was with people attacking her body structure, sending names. They haven't done that to any other any other uh, first lady. That was an attack. Her as a monkey. Her as a, all of that stuff. That's race stuff that goes out. But the thing that I, I like about um, those women when when you get to a certain level um, in in your career and in your business, that's not new to you. That yeah, you, you you had to experience it. I, I know in corporate America at every promotion I had to experience something different with a different set of issues that was an attack on me because of the color of my skin. Every time I got promoted, and I think what um, people don't know who are not um, or don't understand because they are not African American, what I saw in that debate in the in the VP debate compared to the presidential debate, she's already, she could handle the attacks, but then you have these two white men who are just going at it because they're not used to people over talking. They're not used to, and so they're going and going, but she was like, I'm a hold tight in a minute. I know when to come in right now. Um, well, nope, you're not going to overtalk me. Let me tell y'all what I thought about. It. I lied to myself. I said, now, if that was Auntie Max saying she was reclaiming my time. Right. <laughs> I was like, please just say reclaiming one time. I'm reclaiming my time. I need those minutes that he just used. Yeah. I'm reclaiming those minutes back. Yeah. But you, you think about it, though, when, when I mean, look at all of us, you know, when you you know what you know, then you know you can go into any room in any space. And no matter what people say about you or say, you know, whether they like you or dislike you, when you know what you know, then you'd be like, come on, whatever. <laughs> you know, and I think that's what I appreciate and, and uh, love about her uh -huh. is that she would not have accepted the opportunity and the position if she knew that she didn't have everything that she need to take on this um, this role. And, and Biden knew the same thing. The Democratic Party knew the same thing, that, that with the people that they got to go up against, you got to be tough. You got to be tough in many spaces and you got to know when to be tough and how to be tough. Well, intellectually, she knows she got them. Did you see how she told him? She told him too. She listen. said, listen. What we not I'm the only one on yes, this. Don't you think that yes, she did? Yes, she did. Yes, she so, did. You know, I did. And and usually yeah. I mean, she 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 was a bad sister, and and and, and I'm thankful Whoa. that she was chosen because she has the personality, she has the character, she has the intellect, she has the poise, she has professionalism, and, and to to do the job. And however they come at her, you know, on the debate, however they come at her, you know, on social media, however they come at her, my sister ready, she ready yeah. for. It. So, even, even how she unpacked healthcare, she was like, "Okay, if you have any pre-existing uh, condition, they are coming for you." Right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she, she broke down a lot of things. Like, yeah. 
said, yeah. you know, that Trump owes $461 million. Let me break that down. That yeah. means we owe somebody money. We owe somebody, somebody. money. That concern us too. That should really right. concern us because yeah, we don't know yeah. who he's in bed with. Yeah, that's what, what they're going to be looking for. Yeah, to be concerned about that. If, yeah. if he got entanglement with Putin, let me tell you and that's why yeah, he wanted to stay in that. so bad. He wanted to yeah. stay in because they're gonna get his butt. That's right. <laughs> right. With it. right. He's going to jail. He's going to jail. If, I, if I get out, they're gonna pick me up. No. <laughs> See, either you the know, FBI not. or Putin. One of them gonna get him. <laughs> you know, so, I think it was one of the commentators last night was saying, um, who does he owe money to? <laughs> and and I thought about it that 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 um, his relationship with Putin I think is speaking of something that is being hit, something that we don't know, something dealing with some business deal. And when uh, uh, I think Kamala said seven hundred and fifty dollars in taxes, that is yeah. all our president paid. But I want to I wanted to say something because I've been reveling in that forever. It's like the average citizen. I mean, it's amazing that someone could could be that wealthy, supposedly, whether on paper or in real time, and only pay seven hundred fifty dollars. And all of us here on this on, on this, this podcast, <laughs> we we were opportunity to pay Paul, right? And hey, his brother, and his brother. <laughs> That I, I thought about having Michelle Obama as our first lady, okay, and now to have Kamala Harris in the vice president uh, position, running on a ticket, the first ever. Yes. What does it say to our young women? That's a powerful statement. It gives our young women hope. For what they can aspire to, because prior to that, prior to that, we had a glass ceiling and we could not penetrate it. And I think that we know we have a long way to go. I'm not dismissive of the climate that we're in, but I think it gives hope to a lot of women of color of what the possibilities are for us. But one thing is for sure: you better be ready. You better be ready. When you walk among those, and that's what I saw with her last night, she's ready. She's mm-hmm. ready. It's not yeah. for the first part. She's ready. She's ready when they go low. She's ready. And so I that's what I took away from it. I did. I did but you know, I, I, yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Lois. No, I was just going to say, you know, the one thing she reminded us, us of when people were, remember when people fighting over toilet tissue, right? But when she talked about when people couldn't even get that. So just those were small things that we were reminded of because that administration put us in that situation. Yeah. Mickey, I agree with you too that, you know, what it says for young um, black girls, brown girls, and even white girls, it says a lot. Um, She represents, I think, the gamut of women. And I think that, you know, Little girls are going to look up to that. But I also think it says a whole lot for 
uh, men, uh, black men in particular, you 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 have to see how supportive you need to be of a woman who has ambition and has goals and and uh, has desires to go to certain levels and the support that is needed to climb up to that level. And just imagine the support. Although her husband is, you know, he's not a black male, but still, uh, it gives that 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 to even any man mm-hmm. to be that support, that backbone backbone of. Uh, his wife, I'm sure that there were times that he was the one that was home that was, you know, making sure that dinner and things were on the table while she was a prosecutor and other things. Uh, so I think that, that that says a lot even for uh, for for men and the support system that's needed for women in this day and time when women are trying to do different things. They're trying to go beyond the scope of the home. They're trying to go beyond the scope of, uh, you know, certain kind of careers, but they are aspiring to be in politics. They are aspiring to be, you know, in, in top executive leadership in corporations and no longer the secretary and nothing wrong with the secretary, but I'm saying that they are trying to move up to higher position and to live out their dream and to live out their gifts. And so that's a good thing. I think that we would see our very first, uh, first man, uh, if, you know, I believe they're going to win. And so that will be something very good for our country as well. And for the world, I think, to see uh, us doing. But I think it, I think from now until the election, there's a lot that's going to have to happen. I do believe, I do think that the, the Biden and Harris um, campaign, I think they're in good shape. But I think that they're still, uh, they're still going to have to do some different legwork for those progressives. I think Trump is in trouble. I think Pence has decided he's going to ride the train out until it's time for him to do what he wants to do. And he showed uh, the people that he's not a clown like uh, uh, his leader. And so that he can be poised, he can be a great representative. If you look at the comments that was, I just read the comments on Fox because I like to see what people are saying. Oh, they were saying great things about him. Um, the things that they were saying about him way better than they would say about Trump. And as a matter of fact, even with this whole virtual thing that he's saying he's not doing, uh, there's a lot of Republicans not even happy about that. And did y'all know that Mitch McConnell has not been in the White House since August the 6th? I know as of today. Wow. And because he didn't like the way they were handling the, I said, now you <laughs> want to talk about it. Yeah. Mm. Um, he didn't like the way they were handling what, Becky? He didn't like, he said that he hadn't been in the White House for since August because he didn't like the way he saw it um, it being handled in the White House. He would handle it different so he wouldn't go in because of how no one wear masks, no one yeah, COVID, <laughs> no, no social distancing. So it wasn't safe. It wasn't safe. Which wasn't tells safe. us the story that they are supporting him, but they're, they, they, even though. Was, they wish the clown wasn't him. Let me just say that. Yeah. They wish the clown wasn't him. Yeah. Do you see yeah. what I'm saying? They wish the clown was fit so and not him. Somebody run against him then. That that's what they scared. Well, I'm, was, I'm with you, Joyce. I don't I said now you know it's crazy when not not one person would even right. put their name in the hat, not one. I, I, was, I, I, was, I was baffled too. I was like, is that that can't be the best they have? Yes. <laughs> 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 Has Trump leads with intimidation and fear. 
Now, everybody has seen it. Even when handling uh, COVID-19, how, how he dealt with Republican governors versus Democratic governors, I can't believe it because a life is a life. That's but true. If, if you were in his camp, you got supplies. You got the ventilator. If you mm. weren't, he, you know, look what happened today. I think it was with the governor of um, Michigan. Trump yeah. has been against that woman. He's been very publicly against her. So I think that who wants the, 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 the baggage that comes with getting out there to run against them? I think there's fear, retaliation, and intimidation that's driving a lot of these people to stay in the background and not do anything. So do and you I think... Know, I Okay, go ahead. I, I, I'm so, I, I, and I, I agree with you 100%, Vicky. So do they not know that we have memories that when he's gone and you still there, now you're going to talk. You don't even need to be in that seat because you can't even stand up for mm -hmm. right or wrong. But mm -hmm. I, I, let's just that's the part that I'm thinking, like, yeah. okay, you got to come out your seat. Because you 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 afraid to address anything controversial. Mm -hmm. But well, um, I, you, know, you know, I think, and some of them like what he's what he's what he's saying. See, he he is saying stuff that they can't say they would they can't say or wouldn't say. He's a clown to be able to rally up that base of those white supremacist people. They a lot of them are on board with that. They are on board with him being able to say, you know, uh, you know, we're not going to let China do this, and we're not going to let the Democrats do that. They are on board with it, and they they sure as hell is on board with the, with this. We're not gonna let them tear down our cities and move in our suburbs. They support with all of that too. So a lot of that stuff, they're not running against him because they feel like one, they do feel like he has improved the economy. They do feel like that he brought jobs back. They do feel like that he he they have a president that's on their side. Uh in, in terms of if they want somebody to do something wild, cowboy, and crazy, he is the one that would do it. So a lot like of them like that wrestling move he did. <laughs> did y'all know Donald Trump was a wrestler? <laughs> oh, a wrestler. Donald Trump was a wrestler. When oh. and where? Because he's been a rich man all his life, child. Where you wrestling no. in the in the room? No. <laughs> Go out there and look, and you're gonna see him take down somebody in the WWF. It's gonna be you don't get out here looking at I'm telling the truth. He ain't wrestling nobody but that but that cheeseburger up there. Somebody in the chat, y'all fact check me real quick. Watching the live, fact check me if if President Trump was a WWWF wrestler. I'm trying to tell you. That'd be a, he may have in, in former life he may have wanted to, but he wrestled nothing but a cheeseburger. I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> very strong concern about the transfer of power. Now they talked about that last night too. So you, I, I raised my eyebrow and I was glad that the question was asked because what are we gonna do to not only protect the vote but to protect the transfer of power? Because you know this president we have in office he 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 don't look like he want to leave i'm glad they asked the question so then that means they have some plans and some things in place you know um in case he refuses and then they turn to ask mike 
What do you think about if your president, are you guys playing, have a plan to transfer? What was his response? Does anybody recall? <laughs> it was a response, but it wasn't, it wasn't about that question. No. Yeah, but he talked about it. <laughs> Y'all know if you the 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 um last I don't know how many debates transfer of power question has never been asked until now. Never been asked because automatically people just knew there's gonna be the transfer. We could but this president that has to be a question in the debate about a smooth transition of power. Come on now. Well, there's nothing about him have been smooth. <laughs> you know, so it, now, this, this is true. This won't be either. This, won't yeah, be this, this is the person that said that he, there's nothing wrong with him. He thinks that he's a miracle. Yeah. But you want to know something else? This doesn't have anything to do with the election, but every president has had a portrait done of the past president and his wife, and it hangs in the White House. He had yet to invite the Obamas back. Or to do the portrait, so it's just that's, just that's you know, they did their own. his hatefulness. He he is just this man is just so hateful. I know he's going to be out of office. I already know. We're, he is not going to win this election because all when we start looking at all things happening to him, you know, God don't like ugly, and and this has been a, just a lot of ugliness going on, and mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. <laughs> don't be but like I, that, Vicky. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. God don't like ugly. I'm very Go to church. Go to church. You know, God can come. He can come and use whatever you want to. Do you know? Do you wonder if that fly? The sugar honey iced tea. Sugar honey iced tea. I was like, somebody posted a meme that said, a fly, a fly flies into a bar and looks and says, hey, is this stool available? And sit down. I was like, they went crazy with memes. Oh, now. yeah. They, 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 they've been funny all day today. Uh, look, why? I have never seen anybody that's a fly on you and you, you don't feel the fly. You didn't see it flying that way? But yeah. you know what, maybe this is what you didn't get. That he had a lot of sway. A lot of sway. <laughs> that the hair down. It's called yeah. And when and so it was like a barn or a bush of hay. You know, <laughs> a, a barrel of hay. And so the fly was there and felt quite comfortable. Until he saw it. I'm so familiar. <laughs> I told my husband. The fly. Now, here's another thought. Is it possible? Because typically, when flies are annoying, they're going all around, right? But yeah. that fly might have got stuck. It <laughs> couldn't get out right it away. That's right. Yeah, right. What if, because because Kamala was speaking at the time when the fly landed, what if Kamala would have said her statement and said, also, by the way, you got a fly on your head. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me have this fly squatter. <laughs> I would have been I'm at least trying to you got a fly on That Pence did not look well. Did you see that? Yeah, uh, the pink eye? Yeah, pink eye. Yeah, and his skin. Yeah. 
Mm. That's why they needed that plexiglass. Right. That's why Kamala's like, look. I don't know, but they said he looked a little taunt, you know, his skin. Listen, let me tell you something. But he defended the Rose Garden, right? So this is what happened. And he went to the inside reception. Yeah. (laughs) Let me tell you. Like I told somebody, one or two things were going on here. Either he had the pink eye. Oh, he had smoked some weed before he came on. <laughs> I need to know which one was going on. Listen, listen. It could have been going on. Now, we're ready. Joyce, that's not. <laughs> I've never entertained that, Libby, until you said that. Listen, I never even thought about it. It's like pink. But listen, both eyes were red. One of us was other than the other. Yeah. It's that time of year where the weather's changing and, you know. Allergies. 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 Yes. Allergies. Yes. That that, that smoke was heavy. I get it. It was thick. You do know that some people smoke to calm their nerves. You know that. <laughs> and when you, you can talk, you can kill like that. No, and, just, and, did, and you're delusional. So you just lie about everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you can never answer a question because you just, you just all over the place. Because, you know, hey, you just in the cloud somewhere having a ball. But yeah. I can't with them. Listen, <laughs> y'all crazy. Yeah, all the way. So I'm looking forward to the virtual, uh, the next virtual presidential election. I mean, debate. Well, he refused. Trump said he's not doing it. So as of now, no, he he proposed another uh, another two dates, and um, Biden's camp is like no, you know, and um, but he wanted to put them days out, like a week out or whatever. But to me, if you're not coming to show that you are negative, and I can. That I feel like is a test done from legitimate source and person and medical personnel. I'm not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go in person with mm-hmm. him. Irresponsible. Mm-hmm. And so is the rest of his team. Nobody would call him to the carpet. So, mm-hmm. well, you know, they got to the debate so late that because a part of the um, um, what they had to do with the debate uh, when they got there is that everybody had to be tested. While they were there, they got there so late, it was time to go on stage. So him and his wife did not get a test. They knew they had it then. Wow. Everybody else, everybody else in that room had to be tested before coming in there. Oh, wow. But you know what bothers me is he doesn't want to do virtual, but our lives have been changed. Our children's lives have been changed. We all have to do everything we do virtual. But you yeah. can't do the virtual debate. If you're losing in the polls, you know, I'm just a risky move for a president. You need to be out there. But hey, do what you do. They don't want to do, do virtual because they can cut them off anytime. Mm-hmm. They want to. <laughs> That's why we want it. He was like, no, I'm not doing virtual, so they can just cut my mic off and cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wanted well, to they... with Pence last night, because Pence, yes, Pence yes. show, because he started asking the questions. I'm like, now, when did you become the moderator? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, he's trying to put her feet in the fire. 
and just talking over his time. He just yeah. kept talking over his time. And she, you know, the moderator was just, you know, just being too nice. She couldn't handle it. Just, yeah. No, she, she, couldn't, she couldn't handle it. The one with the president, that was, he was just absolutely, boy, go home and let him just figure it out themselves. Yeah. 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 Not was, there. Yeah. But I don't recall moderating being this difficult no. in the past. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't... Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah. We had like I said, I'm gonna put in my application. Yeah. I'll moderate. I'm gonna put, put in, in my application. Yeah. Oh, I would love the moderate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let me put in my application. I did a little I did a little fact checking. Okay. Uh, and uh Trump he loved wrestling. <laughs> And he was challenged to a match in 2007. He was the Battle of the Billionaires. Okay. But neither yes. man that was chosen, Trump and his opponent, were really going to wrestle. So they picked, they handpicked superstars to represent them. So you were kind of in the middle. <laughs> Ma'am, I challenge you to go out to YouTube and put in Donald Trump wrestling and watch him take out this man in his suit. Okay, that, that and that's doing a shave hair a look alike with a clipper. I got a look alike. It may be out there, but trust and believe us. This billionaire man has never been out the box. There is no way he would even Google it. Google it. I know he, you know, listen, I don't doubt he got into some crazy stuff and pretended to do some stuff. I agree because the man, you know, we never know what this fool can do, but what we do know, he is not going to. Think of the sort of as 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 a uh, career, yeah. <laughs> but I know because he is a, he is one man that don't want nobody around him but rich folk. Yeah, absolutely. That's mm -hmm. it. And I'm, I'm not talking about lightweight. I'm talking about the the uh what they call the real high end privileged folk, rich. Yeah, those that pay fifty dollars for taxes. <laughs> well, I would like to put some. I would like a, to put a bet on it. The first person she signed with of Donald Trump taking a man out in the ring. I was we not down he did it. We not down he did it. We not down he did what we're saying is he was not no WWE wrestler. Yeah. Now, so we don't doubt he was out there swinging around playing like a fool because you know they'll probably take some doing a whole bunch of stuff. Like I said, he probably been wrestling with a cheeseburger, but they ain't got that on tape. I'm just saying. Anything from the Washington Post, sugar. Check the Washington Post. <laughs> oh, from the Washington Post. Now you already know they, you know, they can get <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, yes, well, thank you so much. That's all we have tonight. You from the grown folks table. We may or may not have any more debate, but we're gonna talk about it because why we have a president that's very entertaining. <laughs> and things change by the seconds in the U.S. these days. So please make sure you stay tuned. Um, subscribe to all of our uh, podcast uh, channels. We're on all the podcast platforms. And thank you again for taking a seat at the Grown Folks Table.